This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. I am so at peace right now. <laughs> I don't have a care in the world. I do, but I don't. Do you know what I mean? Peace that all understand. Supernatural peace doesn't make any sense at all. And it never will. I want to tell you something about the anointing and the way the Holy Spirit works. We need to learn this because th this is our home. His presence is our home. Yeah, keep playing there, Joel. His presence is our home. His manifest presence is our world. It is our home. He is our home. And we need to learn to walk with Jesus through these moments. Privately, yes, but also together as a people, as a family. Psalm 42, 7 says this, Deep, listen carefully, Deep calleth unto deep, at the noise of your waterfalls. Now listen carefully. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The presence of the Spirit, the way the Lord keeps playing. Oh, this is beautiful. I'm, I'm feeling great tonight. I feel wonderful. You know, there's so much to pick up now. So many distractions, so many reasons, so many opportunities to be a hero, to pick, to, 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 to start a fight, to wage your own war. There's really one hero. God doesn't need any more keyboard cowboys. That's Ben's phrase. He doesn't. He doesn't need your argument, your post. He needs you. He wants you, I should say. I hate to shock the church. He really doesn't even need us. He's doing all right. Deep calleth unto deep. At the noise of your waterfalls, all your waves and billows go over me. The presence of the Spirit comes corporately with wave after wave. He comes. He, he moves. Sometimes he takes a step back to see if we will go on without him. He wants to see if you want to be the hero. And whether or not we want to put a tool to an altar that needs no tool. You know, it's not the devil who messes up meetings like this. It's us. If Jesus walked into your room, none of you would push him to the side and ask if he brought anybody with him. Because he's just fine all by himself. It begins with a partnership in the Spirit, but it doesn't end there. The stronger he comes, the less you should see of me and us. Do you understand? This is home. So enjoy him. It's legal. 
enjoy him. Ask him to touch you tonight. Ask the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm hungry. I need you. And it may not happen if you're staring at me. Look to Jesus right now. Close your eyes. Just say, Lord, I'm, I need more. I'm hungry. Grab me in the depths of my being. Don't leave me the same. You might be a preacher here tonight. Don't let that numb you. You may be anointed. Don't let that replace your first love. Ask the Lord to grip your soul tonight. Come, Holy Spirit. 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 Some of you actually need to ask Him to touch you out loud. I feel that. You actually need to say, Jesus, touch me. Yep, that's right. You actually need to speak it. Jesus, touch me. Use my life. Set me on fire tonight. Grab me. That's what I used to pray. Grip my being. Touch my life. Have me. Have the entirety of my life. Have more of me. I long to see more of you. Don't let me do it for you. Ask him. Talk to him. You, you talk to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Precious Lord. Precious Lord. Do you know there's an invitation in the scriptures to drink from the river of delight? We need the joy of the Lord. We need the presence of the Spirit. And it's not fleshly. When it's real, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. If you're watching online tonight, around the world, Jesus wants to touch you. He wants to be your, your bridegroom, your first love. It's not to love Jesus first and your family second. No, no, no. It's to find Jesus in all. It's Him being all in all. Jesus wants to be your everything. I sense deep within my soul that I'm speaking into families tonight that are watching, that are in chaos, that are being attacked by the devil. The peace of God is not in your home, in your marriage, in your family. Let Jesus touch you tonight. The best husbands love Jesus most. The best wives love Jesus most. The best parents love Jesus most. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Is the Lord, is the Lord, is the Lord. He's holy and wonderful and pure and perfect. Rightly do we love you. There's nothing more right than to love you. Nothing could be better, more perfect than to love you. Nothing makes more sense than to love you. Jesus, you're beautiful. You're beautiful.
wonderful Lord. Just let his peace wash over you. So much fear out there. Let his peace replace it. Let his love destroy the fear. We praise. So all these young girls here stand up to give their hearts to Jesus. Are, are you guys a family? Are you all related? You just came together? Amazing. How do you know each other? Could you say it louder? What'd they say? Youth group. I love that. I love that. Isn't that beautiful? Wonderful Lord. He's wonderful. He's so wonderful. If you're uncomfortable right now, it just means you need to spend a little more time with him. Do you want to go home and watch the news? What would that do for you? Would you like to scroll a little more until your thumb comes down with arthritis? Has Instagram been filling you with faith? Where else would you want to go? Better is one day, one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere. Just one day. You harassed us for months to meet, and now we're here. Do you need to go somewhere? <laughs> That's what you guys did the whole time. Uninformed. Now we're here. Have a drink. You know, I was in Reading once, and uh, we had moved out there. Our kids were in school. We took a break, as you guys know, and I was there in bed watching Sunday night football, <laughs> which is not on tonight, by the way. I had my children in my arms. Uh, well, actually, Sophia was little. She was in bed getting up for school, but the boys, a little older, they stayed up to watch football. I had basketball shorts on and a tank top. My kids were in my arms, and I was watching Sunday night football, and then I had the laptop on in the bed watching Sunday night church, and Bill was on. Let me, let me just set the stage. I'm in Reading, watching church on a laptop and watching football. The meeting was good. It was, I mean, it was, it was great. But then Bill took the platform and started singing a cappella, I will give you all my worship. You remember that, those moments? So I'm, I have my boys in the bed and I feel the presence of God. And the Lord talks to me. He asked me this question. Did you come here to watch, did you move? from Florida to Reading, which is like moving from Florida to Europe. It's so hard to get there. It actually is a quicker trip from Florida to London. It's direct than trying to get to Reading from here. 
by like three hours. The Lord's like, did you move here to watch on the laptop? Are you, are you that satisfied? He said, what are you doing? I said, Lord, I'm loving life. I've got football on and Bethel and my boys. The Lord said, that's not why I sent you. How hungry are you? I told him, but I'm in my shorts and a tank top. It's amazing the excuses we come up with as we believe we're informing God. <laughs> He's got to scratch his head sometimes. I know what you're wearing, son. Keep playing there, Joel. This is wonderful. So I, uh, I said, Lord, I won't be able to get in because I didn't have any contacts really back then. I'd never really pushed my weight around. I would just line up with everyone else. So if you're one of them, that'll get crucified here too, by the way. <laughs> and uh, the Lord said, get dressed. Drive over there. So I sped over there about 15 minutes. And by then the worship was over and Bill was preaching and the place was jam-packed. And I, I literally had to walk up to people's aisles and say, can I sit with you? Talk about vulnerable. I had a hat on pulled down really low. Can I sit here? Nope, no room. <laughs> Can I sit here? Finally, somebody had a seat next to them in the back. And I took the, my seat, kept my hat pulled down, and just wanted to be in the presence. And Bill took the pulpit. I'll never forget what he said. Tonight, I'm going to share old testimonies that are going to offend the religious. I thought, oh, what a night this will be. And he began to talk about how it was birthed, devils manifesting at, at in and out Burgers. When he walked in back in the early 90s, he'd walk in and people who didn't know him would manifest. I've seen that happen. I saw that happen in Hong Kong. I'm not ashamed of the power of the Holy Spirit. And we need to not be ashamed of the power of the Holy Spirit. Who are we cowering to? People who will never, ever like what we do? I walked in. Jess was there in Hong Kong. She was looking at clothes. It felt demonic off the bat. No. <laughs> I looked at the salesman. He was from here to, the, to Chris Tinsley back there. I mean, there's a big old store. I was sitting on a couch. The Lord said he has a demon. So uh, I said, well, I don't want to scream across the store while Jesse's trying on clothes as he's helping her. I said, well, maybe I don't have to scream. So I didn't. I just whispered it under my breath. Even though the guy couldn't hear me, the demon could. You think this was birth... Uh, Reading books? I'm saying this so that you know, if you're wondering where we're going, we're not just going that direction, we're turning it up a hundred notches. That's where we're going. We're going to Jesus. So I said, you demon, I rebuke you. And the dude started manifesting, sweating across the store. He can't hear me. He doesn't know why he's doing what he's doing. And he beelines straight toward me. 
<laughs> and I'm sitting in a chair. You know the chair all the guys sit on in those department stores? I'm just sitting there, and he's hauling at me. Like, Whoa. And he had this designer belt with a cross, and Jesse was there. And we told him about Jesus right there, right there, as the devil was getting obliterated in him. We said, do you know what that cross means? No, he just liked the shape of the cross. Man, we, we, we have seen some things. And that's just one of millions, thousands, I should say. So Bill said, I'm going to share these stories with you. Just so you never forget how we got here. So you never forget the price paid to get here. Some of you, the young generation, you're enjoying the atmosphere, but you weren't exposed to the price and you need to know about it. There were meetings where uh, every meeting looked worse than social distancing. I was excited if a hundred people came. Nobody got healed. Nobody got saved. Nobody got free. I think maybe a healing a year. Maybe two to three. Five salvations a year. We need to remember the wonders of God. What He's done in our lives. The faithfulness of the Holy Spirit. I said the faithfulness of the Holy Spirit. So I sat back there and Bill preached and all of the sudden signs and wonders started breaking out. And Bill said, I, I, I just want to keep sharing these offensive stories. Then he said, I'm going to, we're going to do a prayer line tonight. And uh, I said, oh man, I'm going through that prayer line. I didn't come to Reading to merely say, I go to Bethel. And you haven't come to Orlando to say, I'm part of Jesus' image. That's not, that is not what God wants to do in you. You came here to meet Jesus, and God raised up Jesus' image so you would encounter Jesus. So here I line up for that line, and I was in the back, so I was like one of, I don't know how they did it, but that night, the back went last. <laughs> Which was good for us at times. So I walked through and Bill's just praying for people. And I had my hat pulled down. I didn't want Bill to see me because, I don't know, I just didn't want him to. So it was weird. So he, he stops, his eyes are closed, he opens them, he sees me, he goes, what are you doing here? I go, what do you mean? Now I'm backing up the whole line. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm hungry for Jesus. Pray for me. That's what I'm doing here. He said, oh. <laughs> Well, well, well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what hunger sounds like. Hunger gets on planes, hunger presses in. Hunger comes to the fountain and doesn't clap when he arrives. He drinks from the fountain when it starts flowing. He's not in it for the post or the picture or the status or the meet and greet. He is there to meet with Jesus. Now listen carefully to me. Listen carefully. I want you, everyone to look at me. 
There are battles being waged that God is not assigning to us. Some of you here have become better political commentators than Jesus lovers. We are waging war on people who wear masks as though they don't have faith. And then, or, since when did faith get dwindled down to whether or not you wear a mask? I haven't read that in Hebrews yet. It doesn't say now faith is people who, wear, who don't wear a mask. Their political parties and political agendas are invading our family. That's not who we are. There is an element of Jesus, listen carefully, that is wanting to shine through us. Listen carefully to me. Jesus is wanting to shine through us. And, and let me just help you through the process. All of the news outlets you listen to have an agenda. All of them. All of them. The devil would love for you to be more into what's going on than you are into Jesus. And let me say this, you can say the right thing the wrong way and it be very wrong. That's not who we are. We are a people of honor here. We honor people when we disagree with them. We love them. The mission of the church is to be the house of God. It's this hero complex that's just trying to get on. I don't want to be a hero. I want to point people to him. This isn't a message on unity. This is a message on Jesus. But I wanted to remind you, listen carefully. Don't pick up a sword God is not putting in your hand. Don't do it because the battle may last a lot longer than you signed up for. The devil is a mastermind. He's a mastermind at picking a fight, hoping you'll engage. We think the fight will only last a moment. And the next thing we know, we've eaten up six months in battle and in argument when we could have been adoring the Lord. Look to Jesus. Listen carefully. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. I don't care what's happening in the world. Look to Jesus. If the candidate you hate gets elected, look to Jesus. If the candidate you love gets elected, look to Jesus. Are you with me? I don't know what's gotten into some of us. I heard someone say, well, the only people who die from this thing are old people. That's loving. I think there is a curse in America called dishonor. Everyone who's not old here will be one day. And you're going to want to matter. 
I think America needs to begin honoring the elderly. Instead of just pretending they don't exist. Oh, I mean, the only people, I mean, they're just 80. I'm sure Moses would have loved that. You're just 80. God called them at that age. Yeah, are you following me? You see how the devil comes in and just causes us to war and we have these thought, thought processes? No, friend. No, 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 no. We are Jesus people. And this is what the Bible says. Your king, listen carefully, your king cometh unto you lowly and meek, riding on a donkey. I want to encourage you to not only listen for truth, but to listen to the tone by which the truth comes. There is an abrasiveness that is not Jesus flowing from the pulpit. It's not the Lord. I'm not saying you don't confront and speak up, but wherever you find criticism, listen carefully, dishonor, ridicule, you will find pride as the origin of it. You also find judgment in the shadows. You know, when, a, when somebody messes up in life, Jesus tells us to be merciful. And the promise is, listen carefully, the promise is to the merciful that they will receive mercy. That means sowing and reaping applies to this area. If I want mercy on the day that I need it, and we all need it, I need to learn to sow it now. The closer you get to Jesus and the longer you walk with him, you do not become more convinced of your own strength. You become more convinced of his strength and more convinced of your own weakness. You also realize this. That could be me, except for the mercy of God. That could be me. Does anyone remember their life before they met the Lord Jesus? May the Lord fill us with tender meekness. Do you know what the meek inherit? The earth. That's not bad. <laughs> your will be done. Your kingdom come on. God has an agenda for the earth. And the meek are trusted with it. So you have two choices. One, win the argument. Or inherit the earth. I'm taking the earth. This is what the Jesus people are like. Yes, we raise our voice. Yes, we stand our ground. Yes, we declare the gospel, but we do it the way Jesus does. We point the world to him. Amen. Lift your hands to heaven. Come on. Can you pick that up? Just give me a pad that just fills the whole room. I want to pray something bold tonight. Father, let the signs and wonders of heaven invade this house and invade your people. I pray that you would, through your precious 
Holy Spirit, I pray that you would endorse what I preach tonight with signs and wonders. And I thank you for testimonies next Sunday night that will testify to your word that you have confirmed it. Make us a meek people, a holy people, a loving people, a gentle people, a godly people, a saintly people. I pray that you'd speak to the church in dreams and in visions. I pray that their nights would become alive, that you'd begin to speak to them. And I pray that the gospel of Jesus Christ would be declared through their lips with fire and passion and boldness and love. Let us love you and bless your people. Protect them. I declare Psalm 91 over you and your entire house right now. I say of the Lord over you, He is your refuge and your fortress, your God. In Him will you trust. I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread, the Psalms say. Never seen it. In Jesus' name, I declare the blessing of the Lord over you, that the Lord's face would shine upon you, that his glory would be upon you, that his favor would be upon you, that your children would serve the Lord, that they'd receive it, that you would never know a day away from, the God, the, from Jesus, that your children would never know a day outside the fold, that they would walk with the Lord, and Father, I need you to agree, just one more thing. Father, let this be the beginning of a great outpouring of your Spirit here in this house. And we remember your prophetic destiny over this house. That you would live among us and that the nations would come to be in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. To get daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.